All right, we are back. Hello. Back for a camp cast. Let's hope that's recording okay. I think it probably is. If yep. not, well, we're screwed. We're back here. Grab us a 40 of broken area. I was kind of hoping we're camping like this. Someone says, oh, those are the people to the Broken Area podcast. We should go say hello to them. They're famous <laughs> podcasters. But, uh, yeah, so we're camping uh, at Grundy Lake Provincial Park. Yep. Which always sounds to me like the name of some old, somebody's old uncle. <laughs> uncle Grundy! Yeah. I managed to back up the trailer. Mm-hmm. As you do, you're very good at it now. Maddie did an awesome job driving Maddie us did a lot of driving on Highway 400 here. today. On 401 and 407. I was getting really sleepy, yep. so I'm happy that she drove, and she drove in the rain, which is really difficult. Difficult enough, especially when you're pulling a trailer. And yeah, so we were camping boy camps a few days ago. Yeah. And then we stopped. Uh, well, we camped one night, then we went to visit my family, and mm-hmm. our family, with my mom, in uh, London. And then we were there for, what, three days? Yeah. And then we're back. Here, it's sort of half. It's a halfway point between London and where we live. Mm-hmm. And uh, so we got Grundy Lake is near Cary Sound. Pretty much. I mean, here's a lot of people here tonight. Yeah. A couple of campsites down there having some kind of festival. I don't know what's going on. Mm-hmm. Which is fine. Uh, people are relaxing and having fun. Um, the good thing about it here, they they're pretty good about the uh, past eleven no noise kind of thing. So it's a little quiet down. And, uh, thing is, um, yeah. camping doesn't change, even if technology changes, even if people get big trailers, whatever. Yep. It's still pretty much the same old deal. I heard, I heard somebody across the way say, no, 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 that one doesn't play Blu-rays. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like, we still have all this, but yeah. the, 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 the main idea of camping, the smell, the trees, yeah. the wood, the, the feel of that's right. a campground, that doesn't change. No, that's right. That's like, you can remember that from being a kid up to now. It's the same thing. Totally. Basically. Totally. No, and there's a lot of, you know, um, a lot of people will say, oh, that's not camping, whatever. But, I mean, like, whatever. Get a hold of yourself. We're out here. We're sitting by a fire. Uh, okay, fine. So we're recording on iPhone. <laughs> well, yeah, we all have our, our phones. We all have our iPads and computers. But it, it doesn't change the fact. Like, before it would have been a book or... Yeah. A radio, yeah. or maybe a portable television. Sure. No, when I was a kid, we always always brought up. I remember watching uh, for the, the, the. I remember watching training camp games for the '76 Canada Cup team, the Red versus White games, in like August, and we watched them on the little TV, the little yeah. black and white TV, you know. And Dad used to always bring a guitar and a little amp, you know. So what the hell? Whatever works for you, right? We eat outside. Yeah. What's neat is, uh, I think, 
One of the highlights of the trip was going, visiting the uh, Avian Research Center in Western. You know, it, it's afar, right? Avian Advanced Facility for Avian Research. Okay. I think that's what it stands for. That's at Western. And, uh, yeah, it was pretty cool. It's, uh, Maddie's thinking about graduate school year after next, and she's kind of interested in stuff, so uh, she talked to a couple guys there that actually I know. Well, was we know. So one of the guys, nice. both of us know one of the guys. It was a holiday, and mm-hmm. David Cherry yep. and Scott. Scott with Double Shackleton. Yep. They were there <laughs> waiting for us, yeah. and they gave us a tour, and yeah. I mean... It doesn't get better than that. No, it's great. It's, we were so lucky. You don't get an inside look like that very often, I no. think. Like if you're a graduate student, you know, you might not even see David that often. True. You know, uh, yeah, I don't know how he supervises students. Yeah, I, I have no idea what his style is. Yeah. Um, what's amazing is how much it has changed. What, what's it? It's the, the research. Right. Okay. That that center is is particular in that it it groups people from different disciplines. Yeah. Puts them together. Psychologists, biologists, engineers. Yeah. And uh, that's different. Yeah. Then the facilities are similar to. Toronto, let's say when you were in a way, yeah, it's not that a little yeah. bit, you know, yeah, like sure. I recognize the same feeder cups, you know, the yeah. same sort of cages. cages there yeah. are certain things that don't change, but um, the way that you can collect data now is really improved. Yeah, and this is like streamlined because they yes. just kind of grab all the cages, clean them up, and they always have, like, clean cages ready to, to go. We, we actually had that. You just never saw that. The cage washing no. system? Oh, yeah. Well, I re- all I remember is having to change them, you know, manually. Yeah, well, you, no, you change them manually, but washing them. The big cage washing system, we had a big thing like that. I don't know it was quite as efficient. Mm-hmm. But you kind of have to have that. But it was pretty amazing. The thing that caught me was the uh, having 15 cages or whatever it was, 16 hooked up to a one aviary, and you flip a switch and a bird flies in. <laughs> yeah, that's <laughs> that was neat. That was very clever. With like yeah, 16 traps. Yeah. And then um, there was uh, on the roof. There was a whole bunch of big the cages. Yep. Um, where the birds can be more in a more natural environment. Yes. That was so nice. Yeah. And um, the uh, the rooms, so many rooms where you can do experiments. Oh yeah, there were like twenty with labs. Like yeah. sandpipers and cowbirds yeah. and finches yeah. and uh, chickadees. Yeah. And then the big wind tunnel, of course. The wind tunnel's cool because the wind tunnel itself is, is a wind tunnel for birds. So they can put birds in this wind tunnel 
and give them a, a simulated six-hour flight at altitude, like they're migrating, and then test various things about migrating birds. And that, to me, I mean, it's pretty cool. Uh, it, it was an amazing thing to see. I was very uh, impressed with that. Um, but there was the little MRI machine mm-hmm. for the birds that would tell you how much fat they had, how much protein they had. I, I, that was pretty cool. Oh, I liked, in fact, the touchscreen systems. That was what impressed me the most because oh, it was yeah. showing how long, how far stuff had come because um, working with songbirds and touchscreens, um, uh, you know, interacting with computer touchscreens was something that, uh, I mean, I actually pioneered back in the early 90s. Mm-hmm. And it's funny because it wasn't that different. It's just that it, your t- t- technology, it's also smaller. So there was a, a there were flat monitors instead of great big CRTs. They had a monitor on the outside of every cage, of course, just like I had in another room. If you remember, I had my big setup, mm-hmm. you know. But they were on the outside of each chamber, and the little tiny monitor, the little it was basically a tablet mm-hmm. for a video camera. Now I had a video camera that would look at all three birds at, or four birds at once, but that was neat, um, and that just showed me that, like you know. You know, plus change, right? Like a lot of the stuff was the same, except it was all the tech had changed in 25 years, right? And the mobile lab was awesome. Which was it's a tra- in the yeah, trailer, big trailer, big camping trailer. They had converted into a mobile lab, so they could go into the field, trap birds, test birds, release them. You know, do physiological stuff, everything. So it was neat. And, it was uh, pretty good. Yeah. Yeah, it was neat. I didn't understand a lot of stuff. I mean, I don't, I don't that's not my deal at all, but... You understand more I, of that I stuff was, than most people. <laughs> I was like, uh, I don't know, like an ant, you know, <laughs> that was visiting a place that I sort of knew. Yeah. It felt, you know, like I didn't feel too out of place, I just... I just don't understand well, it's not you know, your, how you do those not research. Really, it's not your area. But yeah, exactly. Anyway, um, I was pretty glad that Maddie had that experience. Yeah, I think it was good. I think it was important for her to just see the kind of stuff that goes on, the and kind of stuff that one could do in graduate school, A nice uh, visit of the Museum London. Yep, that was good. With Mark, an old friend of Old ours. friend Mark, yep. And... Uh, Mark knew a lot about painters and artists. And yeah. I even saw a um, painting by Otto Rogers, who is uh, my my professor's um, professor. Right. So I could I could see the the influence That's of cool. Otto Rogers right on, on. Um, Tom's early painting. Okay. But not much anymore. Okay. Now. Tom pretty much has his own style. Sure, as we all do, eventually grow up, kind of develop our own thing. But um, I could tell that's where he came from. Right. A very, uh, it's, it's uh, abstract, uh, but based on form, very, you know, empty spaces with small shapes around and uh, big, bold strokes. Right. Um, so Mark told me about the Painters Eleven, 
and the group of 11 painters that uh, were well-known, I guess, in Ontario, okay. Toronto. Oh, Jack Bush is one of them. He's the most well-known. Okay. I remember um, Michael Birch really, he loved Jack Bush. Michael Birch was the old director of the Art Gallery in Logoma, right? Yeah, yeah. and he was um, also my um, art history professor. Right. And he's he's a sculptor. Right. He's done a lot of work in Sault Ste. Marie. Yeah, totally. Yeah, there's a lot so, of sort of public art in the Sioux that's, that, that he did. It, um, you know, like when I uh, visit art galleries, I always can find a little something that sure. that I can learn, and I, I, I really like that. That's good. Yeah, it was fun. Completes uh, my education. Yeah, that's I good. feel that, you know, it's, it's very important to continue looking at art and finding out what people have done. And, yeah. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, so that was fun. Like, we went down there and, you know, had a visit for three days, and then we're back up here. And then tomorrow we're back home. Uh, yeah, going to London is strange because we've lived there for a while. We've lived there for three years, yeah. So I sort of know my way around, although I forget the names of the, the roads. Sure. But it feels a little bit like home, although sort of like... It's it's a strange feeling. It's, sure. It's like going to your your old parents' house. It's Stephanie's house now. It's yeah, that's true. That's a little odd. Not your house. <laughs> yeah, it's a little weird. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you know, we come to visit. We see mom most mostly. Yeah, for the most part. Yeah. Mm. Mom listens, by the way. I don't know if you know that. No, I didn't know yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, she listens. She's like the, the backyard casts. Oh, yeah? Yeah, she said, it's like I'm sitting there with you. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, and yeah, I mean, it, it is... And for me, I've been away for so long that it's home-ish. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, it's not like... Psychologically, it's home, because it's where I'm from. But it's changed a lot there. Yeah, it always changes. Yeah. All the places now. Pretty much everywhere that I else. go back. Yeah, yeah, that's right. It's not you're not really home anywhere, but you just you're home a little bit everywhere. So it's yeah. it's like you make your home anywhere. Like even Grundy Lake is becoming a little bit of a home. You know. Like <laughs> yeah, because we stop here. That's right. It's familiar and it's what you make of it, I guess. Yeah, of course. Of course. Another thing that happened during our trip is that um, I got a message from Sophia yeah. saying that our friend Alana is uh, really sick. She's in palliative care mm-hmm. and apparently fading fast. And those of you that have listened to Tangential Convergence before, I've heard Alana. She's been on a couple of those. She has? Yeah, of course. Oh, she's, she's Well, she's been there when we were recording. Oh. Sure. 
Uh, and about that. Uh, those are really old ones. That's um, nice that we have her. Yeah. And for those, again, those of you that know about, I've ever listened to that and I've never met Ken Herndon. Uh, it's, it's Ken's, uh, what, partner? Is the right word? I guess. Yeah. yeah. Um, and uh, so that, that's pretty intense because she's been dealing with uh, cancer for like, what, four and a half years kind of thing? So, uh, and it's, well, it's apparently not good. So, we'll see how that turns out. It's not going to turn out well. Let's just say that. Um, yeah, Len is pretty amazing. And uh, I don't want to talk about her in the past tense right now. Um, but she's a pretty awesome person. And, uh, you know, and that was, it was pretty, a pretty intense thing to happen right in the middle, too. Of, like, I, again, this isn't criticizing anybody. We're sitting there hanging out, having a beer. And next thing you know, we get this message. It's like, oh, that's something. Yeah, you know. Sophia told me that. I think when I saw her uh, for her birthday, okay. I think she said that Elena wasn't doing well. Yeah, I heard that she was having some trouble. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah I can't say the same thing. Yeah. yeah. So, I mean, you know. It's whatever. There's not a lot you can say about it. But it's kind of intense. And uh, I... I don't know what the hell In a way, I'm that. happy that she had Ken all that time. Yeah, that's At right. At least she had him. Yeah. Yeah. And still does. Let's not speak about her in the past tense yet. Yeah. Um, and she's pretty awesome. We went to a... a, a Poetry reading actually at the art gallery. Yeah, but when was ago. that? About a year and a half ago. That was in 2013? Or 12, I'm not sure which. I'm so, sure which. Um, I remember that I I recorded part of her oh, really? poetry reading. <coughs> oh, neat. So I was trying to find it. It was 2012, I've 2013, de- not sure which. I deleted a lot of files, so sure. I don't know. Sure. But I have. I have 2013. I have some in 2012, but I'm not sure. They seem to be... I know it was in the winter. It was in the winter? Would it have been... I think it was in the winter. In November? Might have been. I don't know. Not sure. But, uh... Yeah, because she was reading some stuff that she'd written in. She had published a big book and all this stuff. And she was pretty excited for her. And uh, I've always been a big supporter of hers, too. So, uh, And it's weird because it turns out that she... See, Madeline's, is, sorry, Madeline's middle name... One of her middle names is Robin. Mm-hmm. And Madeline, when, when, when Isabel was going to labor with Maddie, I was in Toronto at a thesis meeting. In, I was living in London by then. My final PhD dissertation meeting. And uh, then Isabel went into labor, and I, of course, came went home. But Isabel's friend, our friend, Robin, who was 
the girlfriend of Toby, my brother's old bass player from this band, um, sat sat there with her, and uh, so we gave her the name. And then it turned out years later we found out that like they were best friends with Atlanta when they were all going to Western in some creative writing class they were all in. Mm-hmm. So, you know, it's kind of weird. And she did her PhD at Memorial. Right? Pretty sure. Yeah. I remember she was in the Finland. Yeah, yeah, did her PhD at Memorial. So, uh, yeah, I mean, she's been a friend for a long time. And uh, she'll always be with us, you know, uh, sitting in our backyard, uh, uh, lighting earwigs on fire. <laughs> One of my favorite times. But... Uh, no, she's 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 something, and uh, wish uh, her family and, and Ken and, and her, frankly, uh, the best. We'll see how it goes. So it's kind of weird too, because you get those messages, and you're like, you're away. You know, it's like, and I just said to Ken, I, I sent him this message, and I would normally not send a message like this. I just said, I love you, buddy. <laughs> you know, just do what you got to do. Uh, don't worry about us. And we'll be back in a while. Yeah. So that's kind of fucked up, right? Pretty. Yeah. So that's weird. You know. You know. Um, I wonder if he's coming back to her place. Or... I don't know. I don't want to even think that. Would that would be. That would be pretty. I don't want to. Even pretty awful. I don't want to even think about it right now. Because I mean. She's such a, she's such a presence. Like oh yeah, Atlanta's a presence. That's a very feels, good. Word. Yeah. She fills a place up. Yeah. That's I've never seen that many people at her poetry reading. You know, from all disciplines, they all came. Yeah. Well, and now, I mean, you know, because yeah, she's has always been able to. sort of bridge the gap she had all kinds of different friends from different areas and stuff like that yeah friends that were scientists and friends that were just that were artists and whatever you know and that that's I think pretty cool uh, so you know um, like I said I, I don't know what else to say probably nothing else to say no but there's not much you can say no about something like that no not much Anyway, <laughs> so that was the somber part of the show. Um, not somber, though. I mean, she's pretty special, and she's gonna, she'll, no matter what happens, uh, she'll always be part of us. And she's been recorded, and she's on the internet now, and she's she'll be around forever. Uh, I once made fun of her on tangential convergence, and you got mad at me. Yeah. Yeah. Because she was trying to come up with a word and she couldn't think of a word, and it was a simple word. And I said, "You got a PhD in creative writing, right?" And you hit me. <laughs> no, deserve to be hit. <laughs> anyway. Deserve to be hitted. Yeah, well, you know, <laughs> ah, chicks. <laughs> and yeah, the uh, so you know, going down there was fun. This is a funny place because, like, it's got a weird name. Don't you think Grundy sounds like the name of some old uncle, like I said? <laughs> uncle Grundy? Yeah. It's, I'm going to have to see Uncle Grundy. It's with the place for somehow. It's, 
It needs a name like that, <laughs> place like this. You know? Yeah. Like, yeah. It, it, when you hear it, it means this. <laughs> well, the first time we came here, which was, what, two years ago, uh, on the way down to London, we, I, I just found it on a map and said, well, well I guess we'll stop here. Mm-hmm. Because it was the most middle point. It was pretty much the middle, and it was a. There's Killarney too. That Killarney, we didn't watch. yeah, but driving didn't you have to, you have to no, but you got to drive pretty far into Killarney to go camping. Okay. Um, it'd be an extra hour and a half to get into where the camping is, off mm -hmm. off, off 69. So, um, whereas this we can drive in, and we're in here in ten minutes. It's not far from Sudbury. So. About a hundred kilometers, I think. After that, it's pretty easy yeah. driving. Yeah. We know we know the drill. Yeah. No, yeah. I mean you know. Yeah, we live in that part of the world, so we may as well take advantage of it. That's the thing I always think is interesting because I, I look around and I'm just curious how many people around here are from around here. You know, mm -hmm. like how many people that are camping here. Well, Maddie and I, we were looking at license plates. I always do that. Saw a lot of. Um, People from the States. Oh, yeah. Huh. Well, it's a big park. It's, it's a big provincial park. Um, it's a big provincial park, so I think part of it is, you what know... What are you looking for? The beer I just knocked over. Oh, I got it. Uh, <laughs> um, I got it. I just knocked it over my foot, so I haven't... Um, but I, I think partially, you know, like provincial parks in Ontario. I, I've, I've not been to a provincial park in any other province. I don't know. But they're pretty uniformly good. You know? These sites are huge. That's what I like. Even these little ones. Like, we're a little one today. It's still nice. Mm -hmm. You know? Um, and it's got a... Uh, yeah, we're hooked up with the electrical and all that stuff. So we got the electricity in the camper and how that. much is wood about 10 bucks a bag or what no well I got three bags of firewood and one bag of kindling and it was $24 so I think it's um, six bucks I think it's six it's like six for the you know you could you could figure this out what you need is well, Two systems of equations. Uh, how much uh, is the kindling? I don't know. Well, you'd have to know one or the other. Okay, so it's seven dollars each plus three dollars for kindling, but it's their it's tax. Something like that. Yeah, I think maybe. I'm not sure. Um, you are so. You can be such a hard ass sometimes. How do you mean? Like I know how to count. I'm just asking you. Well. Why can't you tell me the answer? I don't know the answer, that's why. Well, then don't make me sound like I'm an idiot. I'm not trying to. I'm trying to say we could solve it using uh, this 3 times x plus y equals 24. Is there tax? I'm not sure. How come you don't know this? I'm not that bright. I don't know. <laughs> you, you don't seem to ever understand that. Must, much of this is an act. Um, but it's something like that. It's something like six and four or something to that effect um, or six and five or seven and six it's something like they're very close but yeah the wood isn't very expensive and the, the sites of course are I think they're 40 bucks a night except that if you're disabled like I am they're only 32 
So, um, totally worth it, right? You know, because you get to stop and relax a bit. And, uh, the same of the day, you know, we don't stop at our, at our hotel. We pull our hotel room behind us. Mm-hmm. Right. So, uh, and like I said, the provincial parks are great. I think Jonathan will be happy when he gets back home. Oh, yeah, he's been insane. We're going home tomorrow, right? He said to me before I said, it's time to go to sleep now. I go outside and record a podcast. He's like, we're going home tomorrow, right? He's like, yes, we're going home tomorrow. Well, I mean, he, you know, I was, I'm kind of like that, too. I don't want to go home. I like being away, but I want to go home, you know. I just want to... But being away a bit's good. No, being away is very good for us. We're always home. Yeah. But I understand, like, he wants his own stuff, he wants to know where things are, you know. Even though we did use my mom's computer to get him on, back on to go animate, I'm sure he made about 15 videos, but it's when we were gone. It's more wood on the fire here. We brought my big painting to your mother. That's right. That was uh, kind of unnerving because I thought she would just put it upstairs somewhere, you know, but she wants to put it above her couch. She wants it on display. And it's, oh my god. You were so freaked out when she said she wanted to put it in her living room above her couch. Uh, I did not expect that. Because your family is so talented, and you know Stephanie does. Yeah, but she has commercial her stuff. She's not doing fine is, art stuff. She has commercial stuff. Yeah, but her drawing is perfect, and, and like my my uh, drawing compared to hers, it's like Frankenstein. Yeah, but that's not what you were doing. She does advertising art. That's not what you do. I know, but. Just like I'm sure you could do that, and I'm sure she could do what you the, that, the stuff that you do, like the same not not what you do, you can do what she, she does. Can, but you, she can the she style. can do anything. She could do. Most great artists were graphic artists or worked in advertising, right? In order to live. The group of seven, they were all doing ads. Yeah, they were hacks. No, just a bunch of hacks. Jack Bush worked in a graphic design. Yeah. Jeb Bush. George W. Bush, yeah, same same group of people. <laughs> yeah. They all needed something to, to keep them going so that they could have a studio, afford a studio, and afford all these big paintings. That, no, that's all well and good, but you, 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 what my sister does is not what you do. No, I, I understand that. However, PhD... Juno Award winner in recording engineering, super high graphic designer, um, you know, everything they, your family <coughs> is perfect. No, it's not. And I'm like a big bumbling fool <laughs> who thinks, you know, that she can 
be an artist. And I'm a big bumbling fool. I hate when you talk about yourself like that. It's not fair. I mean, that painting was really nice. I thought it was nice, you know, like, in my mind. Yeah. I think it's a very nice painting. Well, Mom loves it. So, if Mom loves it, I'm really happy, but See? it also freaks me out. What? And, and uh, that I don't huge. get. That I don't get. And I don't want it to fall on her head. Why you? God, you're hilarious. <laughs> and what if she hangs it and it kills her? Then I will have killed her, and I will be brought up on murder I, charges. I want it to be put properly on her wall. It's, it's big. <coughs> I'm afraid. I was very touched by that. Well, I'm glad. I'm glad. Well, it's because it's good. Well, I'm hoping. You know, the thing is, I don't think I'm bad or good. I just think that I'm learning and I'm doing what I want to do. Yeah. You know, this is what I want to do. And sure. I don't... I'm happy when people like my stuff, but... Yes. Mainly, I'm just looking for the next thing, you know? Like, I'm just... I'm just expressing myself, basically. Yeah. I'm just... Well, that's the art, right? I love that what, what I do, and I want to See? continue. And other people like it. Hopefully, it would be nice if I could have a studio and and continue doing and grow but it's not like I think that I've arrived at some kind of Excuse me. place if I sell or if I if I exhibit or if I do this or do that I'm like <coughs> excuse me I feel that I'm smoke. I don't know how to explain it. Well, you just shouldn't be afraid of success. It's not about being afraid of success. And it's not about, to me, I don't feel that it's a job. I feel like it's... An adventure? Part of me. And that's what I do, like, somehow, like, how I have kids, you know, or how I laugh or how I, I cook or it's just part of my life that's so, what it's becoming to well, that's, be that's part cool. of my life isn't that cool teaching French is a job to me okay and I have a salary and you know there's that's it like I'm teaching French mm-hmm. but doing art and be- learning how to paint and learning to look at things a different way and learning to express myself in this way or that way, expressing an idea visually is what a job is. I don't know how to explain it. It's like I'm putting myself on the painting, you know, like sure. it's I have heard other it's artists part say of my heart. Like that. Yeah, sure. yeah. When I did that painting, I had some ideas of how I wanted to go about it, 
but I had no idea what it would come out. Yeah. What would happen. Right. And this happened. That's cool. And I think, yeah, I think that was fine. However, having to transport it and making sure that it's all <laughs> solid and good. Transport for, in, the, in the trailer, by the way. Your mom. Yeah. That was a bit of a pain. That wasn't that bad. You had to carry it from Stephanie's house. Yeah, but that's like it a... It fell a, apart. It's like a six-minute walk. I to glue it again. Yeah, yeah. Well, I think you should just be... Except that people liked something you did. Yeah. Rather than... I, I mean, I'm happy that... I'm happy that somehow I'm growing. Yeah. No, I, I noticed how sort of uh, effective you were when Mum wanted to put it over the the couch. Like it really sort of hit you. No, I could not believe that. <laughs> yeah, I know. It was kind of cute. You were like that. Like it was neat to see, you know. You must know you're pretty good, though, right? Not, not any better than... No, there are tons of people better than me. I'm okay. That I guy mean, blowing I'm, his nose over the next campsite. I'm, I'm just a... <laughs> I'm, I have a style, and I'm me. Yeah. But... Which is pretty like, good. Like Clément and uh, David Garneau. No, I don't want to talk about those assholes. I don't draw well. Yeah, and they could. Ha- there's no way they it. could know you couldn't draw well by looking at one of your paintings. That's like saying you don't know how to how to cook how to melt cheese because they looked at the way you made a piece of toast. I think they were just being pretentious fucks, and I think we've had that discussion before on here. Certainly had it if not podcast. I think they were just being jerks. You know. I'm gonna show up. I hardly know who you are. Who are you? Why do you want to do art? I'm an artist. Oh, I had a show at the Algoma Art Gallery. I'm famous. No, you're not. It's like you're playing in a bar band and you stopped at Collie Office in London. Give me a break. I'm not I really don't like the feeling of putting your work out there and it not selling. You know, like yeah, but that takes it time. Not meaning, meaning that I don't give a shit. Yeah, People buy my stuff, but it's like it's. You're also in a pretty small market right now, right? Like, no, I know, but in a gallery shitty. in Toronto, it would. Sell. I don't. I don't really. <clears throat> Want to do things in order to sell it? Well, you have to. I mean, I know, I know a few painters around. <laughs> like I'm seeing a lot of painters who paint things that are nice that people will want to have in their living room. And sure. They'll pay eight hundred bucks for it. Sure, and there's something know? to be said for that too. Sure. But but it's not what I want to do. I want to do. Very cool paintings. Well, you already do that. You know, and I'm hoping to have a big studio and be able to pay for it. 
well, be the, able to the way you pay for it is by selling paintings. Paint <laughs> and have my paintings leave the studio so I have room. I don't want to yeah. be cluttered and the by way you, stuff. And the way both of those things happen, the way they leave and the way that it pays for itself is you sell them. <laughs> or burn them. <laughs> no, but that can't pay the rent on a studio, you see. I know. I don't know if you understand how the economy but works, but you I can't just teach. light things on fire. Maybe if I teach or maybe if I have another job that if I keep teaching French and it pays for the rent for the studio, then I can keep making art and then one day I'll be good enough to have a, to have an exhibit you know and to start to start a career let's say you know when you say exhibit do you mean like exhibit from Pimp, Pimp My Ride <laughs> no you don't <laughs> oh I just hope that I can continue and I, that I won't give up and why would you give up? If I don't have the, the room, you know, and if I just... But the thing is, I prefer giving them away. Yeah, see, so. that's, that's not a business model. I know, I know. <laughs> I know that, but... No, but you How are they gonna sell? Give the art away and then just sell t-shirts about your art, you know? And, uh, <laughs> you know, you make all your money on live shows. This is what they tell musicians all the time. Give your music away. You make it all back on live shows. Well, if you look at what's, what was in the um, London Museum, it was... Um, it was stuff from the 70s. That was the permanent collection. 60s, 70s. That's the permanent collection. That's not the stuff that was on These guys like Otto Rogers must be pushing 85 now, you know? Like, sure. Yeah, that's probably true. Yeah. He was born in 1933, I think. Okay, well, we can do the math on that. There you go. So, you know, like... Yeah. How do you... So... You have to be teacher, you know. Um, do your do your uh, BFA, and maybe do a master's, then try to find a a position in a university. But then, you know, you can have your studio and manage. But I don't think I'm well-spoken enough to be teaching. Like when I listen to Noni and Tom, the way they lecture, they, they can lecture just speaking, you know, for an hour and a half. I don't see myself being that kind of teacher. Oh, anybody can do that. I do it. And we're going to be... I know that I can... <coughs> did a play, so I know I can memorize things enough to... Yeah, but you know, lecturing isn't memorizing stuff, you know that. Hmm. Yeah. Speaking from the heart, man. <laughs> Anyway. I think you make great art.
Thank you. And I'm very proud to tell people, hey, my, you know, my wife did that. So I'm really... to improve my drawing. And because I own her, it's really mine. <laughs> <laughs> I do drawing every day. Yes, you do. And I try. I try really hard to get better. Well, you're already really good. If you get better, you're going to get scary. You're going to get well, ridiculous. Yeah. Well, it sounds like you're getting tired, so we're going to mm-hmm. wrap that up. Let's think. Let's see. What theme song do we want to use? How about, uh, oh, the actual Broken Area theme song. Put that up. 10.30. Just about. So, remember to up your Clurt score by going to clurt.me. <laughs> K-L-O-U-R-T dot me. Uh, and also remember to follow Isabelle at Mamie Petit Point on uh, Twitter. You can follow me at The Broadback. And uh, we'll see you again uh, when we see you again.